Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. This week, it's a reunion podcast. We've been able to get together members of the 1985 Division II National Championship tennis team. It's a great and a lively bunch. I think you'll enjoy reminiscing and hearing stories from uh, Chattanooga tennis back in the in the mid-80s, as well as finding up exactly what these ladies have been up to since that time. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review to Mox on the Mic. It helps more people be able to find us. So now, without further ado, let's meet the members of the 1985 Women's National Championship Tennis Team. Heidi, let's start with you. Give me your memories of, uh, of playing for Coach Bartlett. Coach Bartlett was such a wonderful man. He was such a great coach. We we loved to play under him. He just was there for you. You know, whenever you needed like some extra help, um, advice, uh, whether it be off the court, on the court, he was um, a wonderful guy to have in your corner. I remember one of his best mottos that he always would say to us was, um, try to do everything in moderation. And then he said, but everything that is except for winning, of course. So he's a good guy. <laughs> Lori, you were, uh, you were a part of a couple of national championship teams and a, a two-time All-American at UTC. Can you go back to your decision to come to UTC? What was it that, uh, that led you to be a mock? Well, as you notice, I have a Southern accent, so I am from here. I, I grew up in Eastridge, Tennessee, and so, you know, I played um, at Maker Patton, but I did all, you know, all kind of different sports, and so I got to know Coach Bartlett my senior year of high school, and he coached some of the tennis teams that I was on, and it just, he promised me everything that came to fruition. We're going to win, you know, national titles. You're going to be traveling. You're going to, you know, it's going to be an adventure. Um, I kind of took that to heart. So, you know, I joined, so I didn't have to leave Chattanooga to, to explore the world because I have all these wonderful teammates. Um, so that was good. But to touch back on the question about Tommy Bartlett, he also coached, you know, at Kentucky, he coached basketball under Rupp. So, I mean, his legend, the tennis was kind of after his basketball career as well. So, you know, he had every tool in his toolkit. Um, you know, as you can tell, it's a lively crew that we have here. So getting us to the court, and playing an opponent was sometimes the biggest battle that he had, but he just, he always knew the right things to say. Um, you know, sometimes we didn't agree because when you're that young, you know, everything. Um, but, but we <laughs> yeah, so, so that's, that's how I knew him was through, you know, I'm a local girl and, and everything that he promised, you know, on the way on the flight out to California, he designed our championship rings on a uh, cocktail napkin on the airplane. That's how sure he was. Um, we, we made it a little closer. I think we won our first national title 5-4. It all came down to the doubles. We were down 4-2 um, going into the doubles. And, you know, that's all we practiced <laughs> was doubles and, and competitiveness, just, just going over, you know, the, the details. So he was, he was a wonderful person um, on and off the court. Um, his expertise was, was, you know, anybody in the league, he was the best at what he did. So I enjoyed playing for him. And then you had Betty Sue who came in as his support. So y'all go ahead and talk about Tommy there, if y'all like. But that's my view of him. He was a wonderful person. 
Susan, any reflections on your former coach? Uh, I'll tell you the funniest, most impressionable thing that I'll never forget was a being a senior in high school down at Volatari's when he came to recruit me. And he showed up, he was playing at USF. I think he had his team at USF. And he had on his jacket, he always had his warm-up suit with his name and every championship he ever <laughs> yes. won. And then he had his two hands and he reached out to shake my hand and there was like no less than three, you know, championship rings on each finger. And I was, you know, this 18 year old impressionable. And he told me what he told Lori and I was like, oh, that sounds really good. <laughs> yeah, he left a pretty lasting impression and was, I think he was a legend. He was just a legend and he had done so much. It was, it was a strong pick. It felt good. Christine, what about you? Betty, Betty Sue, Betty Sue is the one who marked me more, or uh, was for me personally. That's personally. Of course, I was coming from another country, had another language. You know, like I was a bit lost and I was a bit crazy out there. So she's the one who picked up and 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 maybe uh, nurture me, uh, help me around. Um, I guess, uh, yeah, so I have great memories of Betty Sue's and I don't have great memories of uh, Coach Bartlett, but uh, I hear what you guys are saying and I just, um, I, I, at that time, I just wasn't there and did, didn't see that, you know? Yes. Yeah, so I <laughs> agree with it. The legend, also the legend, yes, yes. And the coffee, the coffee cup on the court. <laughs> and the warm-up suits when it's 105 degrees but but they yeah going back to Susan Bednar saying that yes I mean you said you didn't know Coach Bartlett I think the joke was you know you you would see everything that he won and then you the, at the bottom it said open the open to see more so he had everything you know what I'm saying I mean it was always something and then even our warm-ups he would design them so we would wear them and it was kind of, you know, you'd be going and, you know, looking back, it was cool, but, you know, NCAA champion, you know, so we had everything right there on, our, you know, our, our, our heart, basically. But, but I'm, I'm a teacher now, so it's weird. And Christine, you tell me this, do you ever come across when you're, when you're working with a younger person, some of the stuff you say and you look at yourself, it's like, where did I hear that? And it's like from Betty Sue or Coach Bartlett or somebody oh, yeah. back in the day. Oh, of course, of course, yeah. and, uh, and and from you guys too. And I learn a lot. And you know, and and these are precious years. I would go back anytime, uh, even though it was rough time. But I would go back there anytime. It was awesome. It was awesome years. Oh, the, the, the fact that we won everything and we were kicking out butts of everyone was pretty fun too, because we were always winning and we had this attitude of. We would go, go there and we know we would win, you know, like we were un invincible. I wish we would have played up, upper because we were, we were ready and we would, could, you know, kick some butts up there. Uh, but uh, Coach Bartlett wanted the rings, many rings and everything. So, so yeah, but uh, great memories. Sabine, what about you? Um, I have nothing but good memories of him. Just I, I came from Holland and I was used to a much faster pace and, um, I think Christine was too, so everything was pretty slow, especially <laughs> Bartlett moving on the court. It was just slow, 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 but he was methodical and um, knew what he was doing, and it was a great time, especially just like Christine said, we won everything. I think we had um, 
contest amongst ourselves who could get off the court the quickest. That was like our our. <laughs> you were good that. at that, Sabine. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you got to play at the bottom of the lineup, it was. Me and Sabine really, had some. We yeah. had some races so there. that was fun. Lori, I'm going to start with you for this question because you kind of you may have already answered this before we started today. Best piece of memorabilia that you guys have from those national championship teams? <laughs> the homemade skirt. I mean, it's it's like you come across these things because I went through. Um, I went to see ben, um, Tommy's wife Essie not too long ago, and, and and Tommy never threw anything away. All right. So on the wall of his, you know, other than ours plastering, you know, our picture, our team pictures, he had a pic picture of him on the tennis court with a chipmunk, or not chipmunk, a, a, a monkey playing tennis. So that was a picture. So we've got all of these, I mean, to try to fit it into a, a, a podcast would be difficult, but you know, I enjoyed my ring. Unfortunately, it got, it got stolen. The memories, oh, you know. No. Oh, no. Well, yes, okay. But the memories of what we're doing now, and like I said, what I do now as far as teaching, I've, I've taught in a high school for almost 20 years. It's just funny how the things, you know, you reach in and like try to help a kid, you know, from something that you learned 35 years ago, you know, not to give up or if, if you know, people don't think, believe in you or if you don't have the material, whatever you know, basically no excuses. So, um, but you know, the, the memorabilia, there's a lot of it. We've got our NCAA trophies, our pictures, you know, when, when the indoor courts at, at uh, UTC used to be there, our pictures were plastered over the wall. So those kind of things. And, you know, just walking through it, it brought back a lot of memories because our graduations from where I teach high school were at UTC. And so the kids would go in there and they would see me and laugh because I had long blonde hair. So, so things like that, old photographs you come across, it just takes you back to that time. It was just a happy time, happy occasion. Um, and yes, we had our, you know, our, our fights, our arguments, but it made us better as a player. Once we got on that court, there was no doubt that I was going to depend on Susan when I played doubles with her or Christine. When all these guys, we knew what we had to do to succeed. So it, Tommy just put a, a very good group of women together and we kind of grew up together and it was like a big family and families have issues, but they work them out, you know? So that's how I always see it. It's just the pictures, the rings, the, the trophies, but it's, it's this stuff right here. I mean, I'm, I'm loving seeing all my friends that from, you know, from a lifetime ago. Yep. It's been too long. It, anybody happens. else have, uh, you know, Lori still has the, still has the skirt, Heidi. Susan, Sabine, do you, uh, Christine, do you guys still have anything left from back then? It's this the is me. It's funny that the, you say that. Because I just cleaned out my closets and I still had all of my warm-ups, my skirts, my wow. shirt, and I just threw them all out. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I, I may have one warm-up left because it was just so much stuff on there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I just have to keep this for my kids. And I think they took one look at it and they're like, oh, well, well great, mom. <laughs> but I love the trophies because they're small, they're handsome, they're special. They, I think they've, I've, I've appreciated those more as I've gotten older and I appreciate, I don't think, I don't know about you guys, but I didn't get it when we did it, but I get it now that it was quite special. Right. Absolutely. I did not. I did not get it at all. Yeah, I didn't get it either. <laughs> no, no. The winning, or it was like, okay, it, I couldn't. 
I was not realizing how big it was, you know, uh, I wa it was just, but I really enjoyed, uh, we had some nice skirts, we had some nice suits, like either pink or yellow or green that this, <laughs> we had wearing together. I've got the picture, I still have the rings, uh, the watch is gone. Uh, I've got a lot of pictures with, with us, you know, with the nice little outfits and uh, very girly. <laughs> And, uh, and I remember like traveling together and yes, we did have, we did have differences. We had some, you know, like arguments with the, with the girls and that's normal, you know, but we, there was a bond there. There were, we were solid on court. There was a bond. We were there for, for each other. And we had a great time traveling. I remember like Betty Sue had friends who had huge condos and houses all over, you know, and we would not go to the cheap hotel. She had a friend who has a huge house by the beach, and this is where we were going to stay. And, and, and the rest is, uh, well, I think, remember what was happening in those houses. And sometimes uh, <laughs> we'd, we'd throw out some, some big parties. I think I, I'd chip a tooth on... You on know! You that was Hilton Head. Hilton Head. That's not a bad story, guys. But, no. yeah, she hit me with a beer bottle, and I chipped my tooth. <laughs> Yeah, we were not boring. We were, we were like, we had character. That's why we were winning also, because then we would be all suing, you know, and, and, and rocking the chair. And it wasn't quite, uh, yeah, it wasn't quite uh, my cup of tea. Yeah. I was just going to say, most spring breaks, we would head over to Hilton Head Island, and that was often where Betty Sue um, would have some nice condos and ha homes, and we really had a lot of fun on on those trips. You know, the bo the boys team I think used to go to Myrtle Beach, but we always enjoyed our time at Vandermeer's Tennis Center in uh, in Hilton Head. Susan, can you tell me a little bit about the uh, speaking specifically of the Southern Conference back then? What do you remember about the competition in the conference? Uh, um, it, you know, I think it's typical. It was of other conferences where there's one or two tougher teams and some easier teams. I remember us walking through a lot of the teams. And I don't mean that in the wrong way and always battling Furman. Furman was our main nemesis, right guys? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so we yeah. get through it pretty quickly. And then all of a sudden we play Furman and, and it was always a good battle. I think we won the majority of the time. Did we lose one time, Lori? Never. No, that was what I was going to say. The senior, the, our senior year, mine and, mine and Susan's senior year, we were not favored. Number one, we didn't get back invited to the NCAAs, which that was kind of sucky. But um, we did play in the, as the Southern Conference, and we were not picked because Furman had a, a great team, and it turned out – you know, we, I think we ended up winning it on the last doubles point or That's something right, like that. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Because, all, you know how, yeah, because Furman fans are the nicest people in the world. <laughs> um, and they're, you, you know, they had all their, 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 you know, Mercedes and ever. And as soon as we hit that last ball for a winner, they disappeared. They were so obnoxious that last, our Southern Conference. So this was our senior year, not, not the others. But oh, yes, wow. I do remember that. 
But yeah, Heidi was I remember we weren't favored and we won. That was awesome. Wow. Awesome girls. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> because you, you laughed and saying you would have won. Than I, I was kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were let back in. <laughs> but but again, um, to the other point where we won so much we took it for granted we would go through southern conference and it wouldn't seem like much no but if we you were, remember guys we played an sec tournament our sec schedule because i remember going up to tennessee and i think we may have lost one doubles match or something we went we we, we beat everybody in the sec i think but kentucky and maybe one other school so we did play them in the season sometimes right Christine. we played vanderbilt we played tennessee we played yeah. um, kentucky we played uh yeah, those big Georgia, uh, Alabama. Yep. And one year we we beat it was at Mississippi State. They were ranked sixteenth in the entire nation, and that's Division One. And wow. we beat them handily. I mean, it was See? it was not. Yeah, it was. I mean, I think we maybe lost. We dropped two matches, but we, so, we beat them. So I was right about being pissed off that we didn't play higher. <laughs> <laughs> we still beat. <laughs> Because Southern know. Conference was was too easy, like Susan was saying. Susan, we were cruising through Southern Conference matches. There was no challenge there, you know. Yeah, except Furman. Christine, you're and still mad. Know. What? You're still mad. I'm. I'm still. Yeah. I guess. I guess. I presume. I. I still. Yes. I'm still. Yeah. Pissed off about not playing higher. Yeah. Needed the challenge. But the tournaments that we played, we had the competition. So to go back to the original question, we got sick of practicing with each other, getting ready for the NCAA tournaments. Coach Bartlett, but like I said, it ended up it ended up doubles matches mostly because at that point, all points counted. It's not like they do it today where I think if they play three doubles, you only get a point. Every yeah. point counted for every match. So it did come down to that. So by the time we were going out to California or wherever we were flying to, we were sick of playing each other. And it was kind of like, you know, football players, when they scrimmage, they're ready to play the, the competition. So the, the, the Southern Conference tournament, and no offense to the Southern Conference teams at that time, it was a warm-up if it was that. It was easy. I didn't know you were tired of training with me. <laughs> <laughs> the truth is coming out after all these years. <laughs> let me ask you uh 1985 that was 35 years ago does it feel like it has been that long no since you no. guys were all together no no never never 35 years really 35 years oh my god nope that was like five years ago maybe <laughs> sabine any thoughts from you on well first of all let me ask you you were part of the teams in 83 84 and 85 that were all that had a ridiculous amount of success 20 and 0 in doubles uh with with Heidi as as your partner uh is there any one of those championships where it's the 85 squad 35 35th anniversary that's kind of brought us together today but is there any one of those that stands out to you is one more special than the other I think they're all pretty special. I mean, the first one is always the most special. The second year, you're you're kind of hoping to repeat, and then the third year, if you don't, it would be a big disappointment. So, 
I think they get harder over the years, but the first one was the most special. And especially because I think that was in California, right, guys? The first and one? The first oh, one was in Bakersfield. Yeah. And didn't we sing like Rocky Top when we won and we had a big party? <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. So I remember. I the first one was the most special, I think. And then Betty Sue and Tommy danced together. Y'all yes. remember that yes. dancing on the floor? Oh, Tommy had his yellow blazer and he had his green blazer. So he would pick one or the other. And those you have to understand, coaches, those guys kind of butted heads. Let's let's keep it clean here. Butted heads. And so the fact that they were actually dancing together arm in arm with each other was was that we knew it was a big deal at that point. I think the eighty five championship, correct me if I'm wrong, y'all, we beat Notre Dame. Was that correct? Where was the that? University of Notre Dame? Yeah, so so you know, they they played Division One as well. They were doing the same thing we did. But the one thing that Tommy did, he he jumped on the international wagon early. So we had all these good players from around the world um, coming in. Um, I think a lot of schools do that now. Um, I know a lot of Southern Conference teams have a lot of of international players now. But we were kind of one of the first to do that, and I think that was integral in our our success as well. But to go back to the which one is this most special to me? would be the first one. Like Sabine said, it's the first one. And plus I put the last ball away. Um, I went out there, I got dehydrated. So I was in the hospital for the first, I think, match or two. So I only played like one match, but it was the match. I got to put the, the final point away, me and Kathy Tanzini. And we won. So that was wow. pretty special. Wow. Yeah, it was cool. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. To follow up <laughs> on what uh, Lori just said, uh, back to Sabine and, and Christine both, she mentioned the fact that he was – uh, Coach Bartlett was kind of early uh, to go out and find the the foreign players to bring to UTC to play. Do you guys remember what was it about? Or did you have any awareness at all of Chattanooga? I did not. I, actually, I was an exchange student in Boston, and I was living with a tennis family, and their oldest daughter um, was a uh, tennis player for LSU in Louisiana. And she told me about tennis teams and scholarships and colleges because I had no idea coming from Holland what that meant. And so I went on this bus tour and tried out at several uh, colleges and I really liked Chattanooga. So I kind of found UTC rather than the other way around. What about you, Christine? Uh, well, same thing. I was in, in close to Montreal and I wasn't aware that there were scholarships available at this time. I wasn't aware of Chattanooga also. And somehow I, um, I, I don't know what happened. Like I was, I was looking for, to, to keep on playing tennis and I had, um, one of my, uh, uncle was, uh, had a scholarship in hockey and, uh, he said, well, you should sort of try the state and somehow he put me in touch with Betty Sue and I was invited to go and visit there. And uh, yeah, I really liked the, the, the vibe of, of, of the, the campus. Yes. The girls weren't there. I didn't see anybody because I went there in July and it was so hot. I was like dripping and dying. It was so humid. Um, yes. I think that was the biggest adjustment for me was the heat. Yeah, absolutely. Coming from England too. Yeah. Heidi, how did you get here? <laughs> Heidi, how did you get here? I got here from, basically, I got a scholarship um, at a junior college in Texas for my first year, and I was supposed to actually stay on 
but um, at the time I was ready to move um, and I got a scholarship. So I actually also too found Tommy because uh, and, and the university. So I reached out to him at that point when I was in the US and I was 16 when I first came out. So I was only 17 when I you know, basically started at, at Tennessee Chattanooga. Heidi, you were an All-American as a senior in 85 and, and the team MVP that year. Give me some, uh, some memories, some recollections uh, from you, especially that, as it's already been mentioned, that match against Notre Dame for the national title. Um, a little bit about what you remember from that. I just remember our whole team, we, we you know, we, we had such a good camaraderie between all of us. And, you know, I, I would say, honestly, on any given day, any of us could probably have taken over from, you know, any of the other players. And so we were all really, you know, up, up there um, with our talent, I think. And I, I feel really privileged, you know, to have played on, on such a, a team. But taking on some of the big guys like Notre Dame, um, you know, you go in there, you're really not sure, you know, how you're going to fare against uh, a big name school like that. But, you know, a lot of times we came out on top. And, um, you know, again, I, I you know, it, it was a, it's a joint effort, you know, it's, uh, it, it was really remarkable to be part of a, a wonderful team. Lori, you were an All-American uh, back then as well. Uh, any memories of you from that trip to Bakersfield against Notre Dame? Um, I know it was a, a fun trip. Um, I, we, you know, cause we were older in our careers, et cetera. Um, just the fact that we could go out to California as a team. And uh, I don't remember guys and refresh my memory. I think Notre Dame, it was fairly close. It was either five, four or six, three. I can't remember. Um, but I don't remember. I mean, we would go out there. We were always prepared for everything. And that's what I'm saying. Coach Bartlett, you know, like I said, the first championship, it was decided in doubles. And, guys, y'all remember how much he made us practice doubles. We were about to, you know, hurt him because all we did was practice doubles every day. But the last one, you know, like I said, um, Susan and I didn't know probably that was our last year to be out there because we had another year of eligibility. Correct, Susan? And then we ended up winning the Southern Conference title after that, but we weren't allowed the next year. So I just remember it was fairly easy. I know that, you know, the name Notre Dame was kind of intimidating at the beginning, but um, I think we handled them fairly easily. Um, like I said, it was getting us to the court, getting us on the court to play the match. That was the biggest issue that Tommy had because we were very prepared because um, college, you know, school would be over. And so we, everybody had to stay extra before they could go back home because the, the championships were always in the middle of May. So, you know, we were around Chattanooga until we flew out, and then we were just ready and always prepared to play. So it, it was fun. I do remember that. And to beat Notre Dame in anything, obviously, that's a big deal. So how many of the kids that you teach now realize that you were a three-time – all uh, what, a two-time All-American and a three-time national champion? Um, unless they ask. <laughs> I mean, some of the teachers that I work with – and some people, you know, know me back from then just because I'm a local person. And at the time, we had two uh, two newspapers. So we got a lot of ink, y'all. You remember that? Our pictures were in the paper all the time. Um, so, but, you know, I coached a little bit. Um, I did volleyball and tennis. But as just far as talking about it, just like this, I'm sure they haven't thought about most of this stuff in years. 
Um, so no, I don't go. I don't have a T-shirt that says. Right, that had all the uh, that had all the stuff on it. That's what you need. You should wear that to school first day when you go back. No, those yeah, those who have to talk about things, you know, don't necessarily aren't, aren't the real deal. So I mean, everybody, you know, we we were pretty much modest. I think we were expected to win. We did we did our jobs, went out and, and did our jobs as best we could. And, but I mean, you know, coming back, like I said, some of the things that come out of my mouth, I'm like, that sounds like coach Bartlett or, you know, that yeah. sounds like Betty. Blue. So it's weird. So Lori coached tennis some Heidi, I know you've got small children that it's kind of prevents you from being on the court as much as you would like to for the rest of you guys, how involved, how active are you still in tennis? I, I'm very at home. I, I teach for a living and I play all the time. I'm probably the most active, but I don't know that. <laughs> Sue, Sue Webb and I are probably the most active. I know Pam doesn't play. Christine, aren't you the coach of the Canadian team or something like that? Yes, I'm, I'm, um, I'm still involved in coaching and I'm working with a high performance program in Montreal. I used to travel a lot with Tennis Canada. Uh, but now I'm more based in Montreal and I'm, I'm, I'm leading a um, high performance program. We have 135 kids uh, from six to 18 and I have like 14, 15 coaches. So I'm very involved. I am not playing as much as I would like to, to play. I would love to just play. Uh, yes, but I haven't soon. I'll get back on court and I'll call, I'll call Susan and we're going to hit some balls. <laughs> I love that. I would love that. <laughs> Christine, can I ask you a question? Go, go ahead. How responsible are you for Canada or Canada's rise in tennis these days? Drop a name. Do you have a name for us? Anybody we know that you've worked with? Um, well, how responsible I, I am. Um, like Eugenie was, um, he came from my club. Um, but, um, I think there's a lot, um, good coaches in Canada. There's a lot of good players. Um, yes. And, um, like ho hopefully <laughs> I'm, I'm rising the next, um, winners of this, uh, champion of Grand Slam in our clubs. There's, there's a good structure. There's, there's a very, very good structure in Canada into high performance. Yes. That's fun to work. It's it's a good vibe to work there. Sabine, how about you? I'm not playing at all. Actually, I painted my shed a couple of years ago and developed a tennis elbow. So it, it's <laughs> quite, <laughs> it's quite painful to pick up a racket. But oh no! Yeah, so I'm not really involved, and um, I never taught my kids because I have no patience to teach them. <laughs> yes, I understand. I actually taught a, a college team in Northern California for a couple of years. And then I also worked at Power Bar doing their marketing um, sports promotion for about seven years. So that kept me very involved with tennis and uh, got me around the country. I got to, you know, go to Wimbledon and uh, the French Open on behalf of my company. So, mm -hmm. you know, that was kind of fun, basically working with the agents and, you know, sponsoring players and so I, I thought, you know, that without my, obviously my college experience, I'm sure that wouldn't have happened either. So tennis is a wonderful stepping stone, you know, to whatever's next in your life for sure. Hey, Heidi. Yes. Hi. 
Um, who was your doubles partner when you moved out to California right after college? Who was your doubles partner in uh, Carmel? Uh, <laughs> well, that, was that, it? Would, that would be Make my day, Heidi. Come on. Make my day. Who was it? If, if, I, if I told you, I'd have to kill you. No. Um, well, Clint, I, I also taught uh, tennis out in Carmel, California, and uh, Clint Eastwood uh, happened to be out there. He was actually the mayor at the time. So, yeah, we used to see uh, Clint on the courts quite a bit. Did you so have I would see Heidi at these at these things at the at the power bar. Heidi's being modest about the power bar. She was on the ground floor to that, but I would see her at the super show and things like that. So I saw her early, like in my teaching career, because I did move back to Hilton Head, um, and it was on the uh, connections that I had made through Tommy and the team when we would go visit. So I, I taught down in Hilton Head for a while. So I, I did. And I think Christine came to visit one time, and I know Susan came to visit. So I've, I've seen. It's probably the last time I've seen Christine in person. <laughs> So. How long? How long ago was that? Like twenty years? Twenty five? Gosh, years? it's been forever. Um, it's yeah. That, I've been yeah. teaching here for around twenty years. Um, probably, I don't know, twenty eight years. Makes it's sense. been a while. Yeah, it's yeah. been a while. That's yeah. dating us all. Has anybody <laughs> seen Pam at all? I have. Really? Yeah. I I would. I'm trying to think of the reasons I would be out in California, but I'd see her every time. I taught one summer out in California and then went out there a couple of times, brought my boys out there one year to look at some schools and always stayed with Pam. Wow. And she's a lawyer, correct? A lawyer? A big, big time lawyer that probably doesn't. Oh, I know who she about. hangs out with. I've heard, yeah, I know who she hangs with. So, but I mean, so. she work, yeah, she works very hard. She's got some big time clients, but, um, I think she's golfing. I think she likes golf now. Well, she had some big time kahuna, so that's a good job probably. There you go. <laughs> I say that lovingly. I really do. I'm proud of Pam. She did she did a great job and you know. Pam was from England as well and she came over and, and she was um hell or high water our number one player. <laughs> For the most time. She she would she played number one and uh I think, did you play doubles with her? I can't, I played doubles with her some, so. Played a little bit with her, but uh, not, not typically. Christine, didn't you play with Pam a lot? Uh, yes, I played with Pam, and I played a lot with Sue oh. in doubles. I played, the, yeah. at the beginning, the first few years, I think it was with Pam most of the time, and after that, it, it was with Sue. Yeah. And Sabine because and I one, used to play. Yeah. Yeah. The one tournament that we hosted, we ended up playing Sue and Christine. Pam and I ended up playing her in the finals, them in the finals of the doubles of the NCAA. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. I, remember it flooded and the pictures got in World Tennis Magazine and all I that. I remember stuff, the flood. Yeah. 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 So that was cool. How often are you guys able to get back together in, oh in the same room together? Does that ever happen? No. This is a first. We're yes. waiting for the invitation. <laughs> <laughs> can you believe it it's 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 on un, uh, unacceptable in yeah. 35 years that it's the first time we get together uh, yeah we'll have to do that next week girls <laughs> well let me tell you christine last last week we did this it was kind of a trial run and it was they opened it up it was several generations of tennis players and so i had to share the story of you in kentucky you which one the, the the truck that wouldn't start oh in the yeah it wouldn't it wouldn't start yes during the match yes. and the far, and the farmer 
<laughs> yes, that was there was yeah, it was it was ruining my uh, concentration and my concentration was not very big at the time, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> and I think Sue was was like she was like so demolished by what I said, you know. I mean, it was a huge swearing words in English that I threw at the person, but for <coughs> me coming from from Canada speaking French, you know, the F word is nothing. You know, it, 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 it's nothing. So, yeah, but we managed to win anyway. So that was right. the big thing. Yeah, that was that, Kentucky, yeah? Huh. Kentucky, in the middle of the, of the farm field or some, wherever they had their courts. Right. I remember having I, to drive also often the van, you know, I had to drive the van because uh, Betty Sue was a bit, um, you know, like <laughs> tired or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, how did you guys security. travel back then? I'm assuming it wasn't always getting on a plane to go to Bakersfield, right? We had a Dutch caravan. It was a beige Dutch caravan <laughs> with the colors of UTC. Yeah, we would drive. And, and, and sometimes us also, I remember driving often that, that van. And Lori, you drove too, I, I think. I'd yeah. foot Lori was what Coach Bartlett used to call me. I don't know why, but uh, but Betty Sue, you know, Kelly, she was part of the Kelly Cadillac family. So there was always a Cadillac. Somebody was driving a Cadillac. It was usually Betty Sue's. So like I said, it was a different time, a different age. Yeah, I remember driving her Cadillac on that boring road to Hilton Head. And I was going so fast that the odometer went off the screen. <laughs> <laughs> So this cop stopped us. Do you remember that? And he said, do. don't you know what the speed limit is? And I said, no, we're all foreigners. Nobody knows what the speed limit is. I remember having to follow a policeman all the way to a small time police station. And uh, they took us all in for questioning. I don't know if you were the driver, Sabine. or who I was the driver. And I was, I was banned from driving in South Carolina forever. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I also remember when we drove to Appalachian State um, in Boone and uh, we uh, we went with X number of players and we came back with one less and poor Sabine, my doubles partner, she actually had to have an emergency appendicitis. Uh, oh, yeah. I know, that was terrible. <laughs> Not a safe place to stay for a girl from Holland. Essie had to come pick me up, and I remember I was laying in the back of the van, and every little pebble hurt. I can imagine. <laughs> yes. Well, guys, thank you all so much for taking time out. I'm glad that we could have this reunion as, as virtual as it, uh, as it can be in this day of, uh, of a pandemic and quarantine and everything else that's going on, but I'm really glad we could get all of you guys together. appreciate you taking some time to spend with us, and I hope we can do this again. Maybe next time you guys can all be in the same room and we can do this together. All right. That was great. Hey, thanks to all those ladies for uh, giving us some time this week. And uh, we look forward to seeing them back on campus sometime very soon. Special thank you, as always, to the Chattanooga Sports Information staff, Dr. Jay Blackman, uh, Jim, Ann, and Corey, all for helping us every single week and uh, bringing these former athletes to us on Mox on the mic. For our producer, Tate Johnson, I'm Chris Goforth saying so long, everybody. We'll see you next week here on Mox on the mic. And until then, go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the mic. 
please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.